So following a White House dinner with President Trump, Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer and House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi put out a joint statement that, quote, we agreed to enshrine the protections of DACA into law quickly and to work out a package of border security excluding the wall that's acceptable to both sides. Now, this deal reportedly specifies this bipartisan legislation called the DREAM Act that provides eventual citizenship for DACA recipients. So Trump ran on, well, lock her up, not happening, not even with Lois Lerner. He ran on build the wall, not happening uh, as yet. And he ran on repealing DACA on day one, not happening as yet. So, of course, Trump's base got understandably immensely upset. And there was an immediate uproar. And of course, when they put out these kinds of trial balloons, this Schumer-Pelosi announcement, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders tweeted that, quote, while DACA and border security were both discussed, excluding the wall was certainly not agreed to. Now, maybe Schumer and Pelosi are bluffing, maybe they're lying. That's a pretty big one to, to lie about or to falsify or to misunderstand or misrepresent. But this opposition to the wall between, of course, America and Mexico, well, let's just say it runs pretty wide and deep. House Speaker Paul Ryan would not previously rule out giving amnesty to the 800,000 or so DACA recipients. And apparently at a private dinner, Ryan told a group of Republicans that, quote, only one person wants a wall. Well, actually, Paul that person did get 63 million votes of voters behind him as well. Texas Democrat Representative Henry Kuehler said, quote, Trump says, oh, DACA, we want to move on this quick. We don't want to wait six months. It's already been six days and nothing's happened. We don't have to tie a wall to this. We can put a wall in another bill. I've seen this movie before. 1980s, Reagan gave amnesty to millions of illegal immigrants in California. Remember, that's just going to end the problem once and for all. But don't worry, folks. Back in the day, Reagan was going to get all of these border protections. He was going to get E-Verify, except he didn't. The amnesty went through throwing California to the Democrats from here until the end of time and perhaps throwing it all back to Mexico. Who knows? Uh, All too soon. But... None of what Reagan wanted, he actually got. So, yeah, give us, give us stuff now that we really want, but don't worry, we'll give you the stuff that you want later. Yeah, that's not, not going to work. So according to the Breitbart website, DACA recipients currently hold upwards of 700,000 U.S. jobs. An ultimate end to the program with DACA recipients not getting amnesty would result in a 700,000 job stimulus for American workers. This would amount to nearly... 30,000 new U.S. jobs openings for American workers every month once the program is officially phased out. So hundreds and hundreds of thousands of jobs open for Americans, open for, in particular, minorities, open for blacks. For God's sakes, America, can you stop screwing the blacks? Democrats, just once in a while. You had your slavery, you had your Jim Crow, you had your segregation, you got crappy schools. Can you at least open up some jobs for some blacks to take and for for some legal immigrant Hispanics to take and other people? Can you just do that once or do you just care about the votes and the votes alone? I guess to ask that question is to answer it. The United States Citizenship and Immigration Services revealed recently that more than 2,100 recipients 
of the DACA protections had their status revoked for being criminals or gang members. Now, everybody knows how this is going to run. Why did Reagan's bill not solve the problem of illegal immigration? Ha! Huh, I wonder if we could figure that one out. It's not that complicated. Hey, look, you just got one of the great treasures in the world throughout history across the world. One of the great treasures is American citizenship. This is why hundreds of millions of people would move to America like that if they could. So if you reward people who come into America illegally with one of the great treasures of the West, of the world, well, you're just going to ask, you're going to draw more people to come across the border illegally because don't worry, eventually you'll just get amnesty, you'll just get a path to citizenship, and boy, didn't, wasn't that just great to jump the line. It's sort of like, hey, we only give winning lottery numbers to forged or counterfeit lottery tickets. Ha, huh, I wonder why that lottery is not working. It's a mystery. I mean, say Amnesty, 800,000 DACA recipients with chain migration, all the other people. It's, it's a couple of mil, two to four mil, easy peasy. And that's going to be enough to swing the election. Everybody knows. That Hispanics from Mexico in particular almost exclusively want bigger government and they want lower taxes and they want to vote for the Democrats because counting is a challenge. And the only group that wants smaller government and is willing to accept fewer services are whites, and in particular, married white women and white males. And this is why there's all this anti-white sentiment. It's not even fundamentally racism. It's just the lust for power. And this is why the Democrats want to make it easy for Mexicans to come into America, legally or illegally, because they will vote for the Democrats. It's really not that complicated. Now, if there is going to be this amnesty potential or what's going on, it's denied, we'll see. I mean, this is Marco Rubio territory. This is Jeb Bush territory. This is not the Donald Trump that Americans voted for. God, you got the presidency. You got the Senate. You got Congress. What would the Democrats do if they had that kind of leverage? Do you think they'd be negotiating like this? No. Now, I don't want you to get mad. (laughs) I know, I know. I don't want you to get mad because getting mad in this situation is going to be disempowering. I want you to be empowered. So here's where you are. Let me me help you understand this. Voting was not the way that you solved this problem. Voting, I think, helps trying to solve this problem, you know, of having a country, of having borders, of having a future. Voting Donald Trump into office was just the beginning. Just the beginning. It's not like vote, done and dusted. Well, maybe we'll show up in 2018, certainly show back up in 2020, but... On I go with my life because it's all solved. It's not solved. It's not sorted. Do you understand? There's a drain the swamp, like the deep state, the the state that does not respond to voters, the entrenched bureaucratic state who just uses politicians as like the hood ornaments of the car that run you down generation after generation. That is a swamp. Oh, drain the swamp. Are we going to send Donald Trump to drain the swamp? No, 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 no. No. You are supposed to drain the swamp. You The voters are supposed to drain the swamp. Do you understand? See, Donald Trump, yeah, okay, he's the leader. Let's use a military analogy. He's the leader. You are the soldiers. Now, if there's a war to be fought and you vote a great military leader into office, you then say, well, I guess we're done. We'll we'll check in in a couple of years and see how that one guy is doing against all the enemies in the known universe. Of course you don't. 
Donald Trump is the leader, you are the soldiers. You have to show up for the war. If you don't show up for the war, guess what? The leader can't do much and you lose the war. So what you need to do is you need to push back hard against this trial balloon, if that's what it was, and you need to give Donald Trump some help. You need to give him an excuse as to why the wall must be built now and why the amnesty cannot work. I mean, if you look at all the people who want this amnesty, the hydra-headed Javanka want the amnesty, McMaster, the Swamp, the Rhinos, the Democrats, the Chamber of Commerce, half the tech companies, they all want this amnesty. Well, it's just tens of millions of Americans who don't. So you need to give Donald Trump the weaponry to say, well, oh, I'd love to help you, but I can't because, you see, the voters don't really want it. So, you know, give the guy. The guy's fighting on all fronts. It's a tough, hellish, difficult battle. Boy, if you've never been in the public eye and had people hate on you day after day, year after year, we, you don't understand. You don't understand. Give the guy an excuse to say no to amnesty and yes to the border wall. Because what's happened so far? You got no border wall. You got no Raise Act. You got no E-Verify. There's no halt on H-1Bs. There's no end to this ridiculous birthright citizenship. What do you have? Well, according to some reports, the pathway to the pathway to amnesty. And what does that mean? Millions more to vote for the left. Millions more crowding into American streets, American houses, crowding out needy people in America from low-rent jobs. Millions more on eternal welfare. If the amnesty goes forward, it's the end of America. Because you're going to have groups coming in who are going to vote for a bigger and bigger government. And you're going to end up with a third world country. Immigration determines the future, determines the culture, if it is allowed to be this big. If you lose this, it's the end of America. There will be nobody left of enough heft and enough enlightenment leftovers and enough dedication to the republic, to the objective rule of law, to small government, to free markets, there will be nobody left with enough political weight to shrink the tumor of the state. And that will be the end of America. It will still exist as a physical place, but the ideal, the dream, the constitution, the limits, it's all gone. It's all gone. See, think of it this way. So I take my kid to a play center. And in the play center, say, you got to have socks. One day I show up. My kid doesn't have socks. And I say, oh, can we, you know, do you mind? All right. The woman behind the counter looks up from her reruns of American Idol and just points at the wall. Points at the wall. But the policy says, you need to have socks to play on the play center. You understand? And I say, well, can you make it? Just points. And she says, it's out of my hands. It's out of my hands. That's the rule. Rule is you got to have socks. You understand? And that's what you need to be as voters. You need to be the policy, the writing on the wall, so that he can go to all of the people who want amnesty and all of the people who basically want to undo America in their blood-sucking, vampiric thirst for power, you need to give him something to point to, to say, can't give it to your friends, it's out of my hands, 
Look at the voters. They will tear us apart. It won't just be the end of the Trump administration. It won't just be the end of the Republican Party. It'll be the end of everything. It'll be a, it will be a civil war that doesn't result in one country, but in next to nothing. You've got to point at that. You've got to be the writing on the wall. You've got to be that firm backbone that gives him the excuse to push back against the globalists and say, sorry, the people have spoken. It's out of my hands. Got to have the wall. No DACA. Got to limit immigration. The people have spoken. It's out of my hands. Whereas if these trial balloons go up and everyone's like, oh, he's betrayed us, that's it, I'm done. Away from the keyboard, step away, I'm all done. Well, there's no writing on the wall, he's got nothing to point to and no will to push it through. He's just one guy. If he's not reflecting tens of millions of committed people's wills, are you phoning? Are you writing? Are you on Twitter? Are you on Facebook? Are you posting? Are you challenging? Are you speaking up? You have to be the writing on the wall that he can point to to say this is why I have to build a wall. You understand? If the general shows up without any troops, he can't intimidate anyone. If the general rolls up to some big giant army, one guy, Tiananmen Square style, general rolls up to a giant army and says, Surrender, for I am a general, and I am very good at war. The other army just called me an airstrike. (laughs) But if the general shows up with a giant army and says, this is why you must surrender, everyone looks not at the general, you understand, but at the army and says, well, it's out of our hands. We can't fight that. I can't guarantee you that this will work. But this is the reality, the political reality of the situation. Give him an excuse. Give him the numbers. Give him the resolution. Give him the strength. Give him the commitment to strengthen his spine. We all need it from time to time. Now, there's no guarantee that Trump is going to listen. There's no guarantee that you're going to get what you want, what you voted for, what you so desperately need. This is the last chance for a peaceful solution to this situation, and I think all Decent and good people are desperate for this to be resolved peacefully. But I can't guarantee you that Trump will listen. Now, if Trump doesn't listen, it is Trump who will have killed America. But at least you will not be complicit in the murder.